0: Meeting Tom Cruise is a production of the Dan Patrick Podcast Network and iHeartRadio.
1: Are we recording? Yes. We're recording. Joel, tell okay. me the story you've told me a thousand times about the first time you saw Tom Cruise. You want, to hear, you want to hear it one more time? No, I want to hear it ten more times, but I want to hear it one more time right now.
0: <laughs> okay, so it is the summer of 2010, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm a relative newbie in, in Los Angeles, and, and I get invited to my first Hollywood premiere. A friend of mine has been cast in Hot Tub Time Machine. Oh, TNT yep. instant classic. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and so I go to I go to the premiere at the ArcLight in Hollywood, the Dome, and I walk into the lobby. There's Chevy Chase. There's John Cusack. There's Craig Robinson. There is Crispin Glover, who I'm losing my mind out. I mean, I was going bananas. I, I was excited. There's paparazzi everywhere. It couldn't have been louder. It was, I, I felt like this is it. This is what Hollywood's about.
1: I made it. I, <laughs> I made it.
0: The room falls to a hush. <laughs> I, I look around. What is happening? I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know if we're going to evacuate. I don't know what's happening. I look over at the escalator. Is that Tom Cruise? Oh, Tom Cruise. Is that Tom Cruise? Oh Everybody God. starts whispering. it's Tom Cruise. It's Tom Cruise. It's Tom Cruise coming down the escalator sweet, sweet leather jacket. Sunglasses on. Descending the escalator. <laughs> Just like in Rain Man. Is he coming yes, down like Rain Man yes, style? Yes, yes. Well, no sharkskin suit, no Dustin Hoffman, no Iko Iko music. <laughs> How did you remember that song? But my man, my man lands on the bottom step and boom, sunglasses come off. Shaking hands. Everybody going around. He is the belle of the ball. And I was so aware that in this room of who's who in Hollywood, that's the one that brings everybody to a standstill.
1: Yeah. yeah the indoor sunglasses is what does it for me. If you can I, wear sunglasses indoors, you, you're, you're super famous. And, and just, just as he descended, hits the bottom step, they come off. Do, wait, did you meet him, though? Did you go up and actually shake hands? I was on
0: a roll, Jeff. I was on a roll. I was having a good time with the story. You know I didn't meet him. No, but. <laughs> I know, But. No, he was eight rows in front of me. Oh, when you actually
1: watched the movie? Yes,
0: and everybody before was going, I thought it was so inappropriate. Everybody's like, strangers going up to him, like, hi, hi, can I just get, hi, can I just, hi, can I just, and I was like, can I, should I? I don't know. Eh, eh. Lights start to dim. I'm like, fuck.
1: Oh. Tom Cruise is the greatest movie star of all time. He's the first actor to have six consecutive $100 million grossing films. He's shrouded in mystery, and yet to many is one of the nicest and hardest working people. We love Tom Cruise. We are inspired by Tom Cruise. And while we work in Hollywood, we've never actually met Tom Cruise. So we're going to talk to some people who have. We'll hear some great stories, and maybe, just maybe, one of them one day will lead us to the man himself so that we can have stories of our own. Our own stories of meeting Tom Cruise. Yes, welcome to the very first episode of meeting Tom Cruise. I am your host, Jeff Meacham. And this moment, this moment has been a decade long dream for me. A decade plus, I have to say, a dream where all I want to do is... Is talk about my favorite movie star, Tom Cruise. You see, I have never met him before. And as you heard from my boy, Joel, Joel's only seen him from a distance, uh. an eight-row distance, that is. <laughs> so what we want to do in this podcast is we want to meet people who have met Tom Cruise, who have awesome stories about Tom Cruise, because everybody that we've talked to has not just said, oh, yeah, no, he's cool. No, no, no. They have the greatest stories we've ever heard, or at least through my Tom Cruise filtered glasses. <laughs> they're the best stories ever all right so here with me on this journey is my co-host he's the louis to my Lestat. he's the (laughs) sam weinberg to my daniel Caffey, and forever he's the goose to my maverick he's mr joel johnstone joel how pumped are you for this adventure we're going on
0: jeff we are doing it it only took
1: 21 years that's That's it it. that's it we've known each other since 99 here's how it worked Joel and I said to each other one day, God, I love Tom Cruise. He's like, I love Tom Cruise. I was like, we should do something about this, and then we never did. (laughs) For 20 years. For 20 years, but (laughs) I had a solution. My buddy Alec here produced podcasts, and I was like, dude, will you produce this one? And he was like, no. And I was like, ooh, you can make fun of us. And he was like, what time do we start?
0: Here's the thing, boys and girls. If you got a dream... And an idea and passion—that's all you need. In addition to somebody else who has follow-through.
1: Yeah, with us on this journey is our skeptical producer. He's Mr. Alec Lev. Alec, do you have anything fun to say? Uh, probably not. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. You know what? I was thinking about Tom Cruise this week, as I do every week and every day, and and pretty much every hour. Uh, I was thinking. I was thinking if there was one of his movies that they could turn into like a Broadway show, what would it be? Ooh. I swear this Ooh. is what I was thinking about because okay. they could turn anything into a Broadway show. And I was thinking. Interview with the Vampire would be Ooh. a good Broadway show, would it not? So my question to you guys is, who would you play in the Broadway production of Interview with the Vampire, Joel? Antonio Banderas. Oh, interesting. I, I, if I could trade
0: lives with anybody, it would be Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas is the best voice in the world. Okay. It, it, when I hear myself in playback, I want to stab myself in the eye. But when I speak, I hear Antonio Banderas.
1: Interesting. Interesting. I sound nothing like him, but I want to. You want to be him. Alec, who would you want to be in the stage production of Interview with the Vampire? I do not care. (laughs) I know who you'd be. You'd be Stephen Ray. You know who Stephen Ray is in the movie? He murders the little girl and he ruins everything. And that's what you do. You know who I would want to be? Lestat. You know why? because I want to be Tom Cruise.
0: <laughs> and for those listening, we 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 fully recognize we want to be completely transparent. We understand this is the shallowest podcast oh, available. You will
1: ever listen this to. This is not important. Yeah, Stallone's Cobra is definitely in my top 10. So let's not <laughs> let's not mess around it's, here. It's 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 hard to say that you should listen to this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we just want to give you We want nothing. A gentleman.
2: We don't want to give you anything. A nice breath of air. Barely that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just to blow your mind right now, Joel, of, of the man that we have asked to be our producer, Alec, will you tell, <laughs> will you tell Joel what you told me about Top Gun? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I, we,
2: uh, I saw Top Gun for the first time this summer. What the fuck? After, after we got this job.
1: Wait, 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 wait. How are you a producer of this podcast? I don't know. What did you think of the movie? It's okay. That's what he thinks of the movie. <laughs> what you are now is the villain of this podcast. That's, That's what you are. That's now. fine. Enemy. You're the enemy. Yeah, you're the Nathan Jessup to our Caffey and Weinberg. Do you,
0: okay, if I say to you, I feel the need. What are you supposed to say?
1: I don't know. Is there medication for that? Oh, stop it! Know. You're the worst.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Here on Meeting Tom Cruise, we want to hear from you. Now, we realize it's possible that some listeners might disagree with us about Tom Cruise. We think you're crazy, but some of you might not think he's the greatest movie star (laughs) of all time or greatest human that ever lived, which, again is insane so uh uh, hit us up and how you can do that is you can go to www.meetingtomcruise.com for more information about us the show episode show notes and one day soon some cruising merch Uh, you can email us at contact at meetingtomcruise.com we'd love to hear your thoughts your fact checks (laughs) because we don't fact check and (laughs) if you've got any cruise stories of your own hey we might even read those on air and maybe if it's awesome and if we're at least 60 percent sure you're not bullshitting We might call you to tell your story yourself because, again, we're not going to fact check. And, of course, please check us out on Instagram and Twitter. We're at Meeting Cruise. And now commercials. All right. I guess this episode is Jay Ellis. But first, let's get to the question of the week. Alec, hit it. Well, uh, since most
2: listeners are going to wonder this, I figured this is how we should get started.
1: Why do you love Tom Cruise? <gasps> Joel, I'm going to start. Here we go. Alec. Yeah. I love Tom Cruise. <laughs> okay. I love him for the man he wants to be, and I love him for the man he almost is. No. I um Listen, to understand my love for Tom Cruise, you have to know my origin story. Then never mind. I was born in 79. Okay. I grew up an only child with divorced parents, and when I was seven, I moved from my home state of Connecticut to the beautiful sunshine state of Florida with my mom. So. By 87, my parents had decided that I should spend some time with my dad, and I would spend basically all summer and major holidays with my dad. So all my friends were in Florida, but I actually spent a lot of my year in Connecticut, and my dad still had a job, so he would leave the house, so I was home alone. So I watched movies all the time. That's what I did in the 80s yeah. and 90s. I just yeah. watched movies. And we're talking the heyday of Blockbuster Video and the Cineplex, so oh,
0: Papa.
2: Yeah,
1: it's yeah, it's all I yeah. did, man. I would just rent movies all the time. and Tom Cruise was the biggest movie star in the world at that time, and his movies were, they were like the perfect hybrid of all movies. Like, his movies were, they were, think about it, right? He fulfilled the Stallone-Schwarzenegger action side with movies like Top Gun and Days of Thunder, Mission Impossible, right? Yep. He could crush a thriller. We all love thrillers back in those days. Like The Firm. The Firm, exactly. Interview, right? He had the dramas on lock with like Rain Man, Rain and Born man. on the Fourth. Yep, yep. A few good men, few Born good on man. the Fourth. You know. And he was so freaking likable in his romantic films like Cocktail and Jerry Maguire. You cannot Hold fight on. me. Hold on. Cocktail. Cocktail's unwatchable. You bite your tongue. Cocktail is an American classic. Oh my Damn God. straight. Oh, my God. Come it's on. terrible. Dude, you're a 40-year-old man with, saying that now. With tho- Right,
2: because now is when I have thoughts. Joe,
1: what about all the poems? Who doesn't love the poetry I from don't, that movie? I don't, I don't love the poetry. I don't love the Coughlin's poetry. Coughlin's Law or whatever he says. The Velvet Hammer. The Alabama Slammer. I will turn this podcast around. <laughs> Joe, what about you? Why do you love Tom Cruise?
0: I'm going to go back to the summer of 1992. Ooh. Now, you know, I am, I am 13 at this point and, you know, I'm starting to grow into, I, I think I read my first John Grisham novel when I was 13. You know, I'm starting to, you know, like understand, okay, this is, I like adult movies and I'm not talking about, you know, that section of Blockbuster, although I did like that too. Um, but A Few Good Men was the first drama drama that I saw in the theater and I was like, I get this and I love it. Right. And then... I start getting into theater, start doing plays. What do they do at my high school?
1: Oh, Aaron Sorkin's a few... You did it, didn't you? You were in it. A few good men. Who is Daniel Caffey? Joel Johnstone.
0: To this day, I know... Every word of that movie. I mean, God, I have I to watch it, it once and then, and then I can recite it by heart. I mean, it really, it was in my mind. I would go to bed listening to myself doing those lines. To the, I've never said more lines than that in my life. Yeah, of course. In, in a play. I have done 40, I counted the other day, 46 plays. Never in my life have I said that many words in one play. That's
1: so um, cool. I didn't know you did that. That's very yeah, cool.
0: But so that one, got, that one got me going.
1: For me, dude, it was far and away. Far and away. Interesting. Well, think about this. So I just talked about how he was the perfect hybrid actor. Yes. Far and Away is the perfect hybrid movie. Like, yes! it had everything in it. It had the action. He was the scrapper. He was, he was the, the, the he had the daddy issues, which we'll all talk about, you know, moving down the road here. It, it just, it had the action. It had that, oh, oh, the, the, we all dreamed of the, the woman who was out of our league and he got her at the end. Like, it was just the best movie. And it was, yeah. and if we loved a great sweeping drama and it went to all the different lands, I don't know, man. Far and Away. I know that movie gets pooped on sometimes, but Ron, Howard movies for the most part. Who doesn't love Willow and Apollo thirteen? Like I, I think far and away is what like did it for me. And again, I was well, only Jeff,
0: this twelve. This brings me to my next point, which is why I continue to love him. I am an actor, um and I'm so glad you just said Ron Howard because this is the thing I don't think people realize. Tom Cruise has if 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 you care about working with great directors, great visionaries, nobody yeah touches Tom Cruise. I'm gonna read you a list of the directors that he's worked with. Francis Ford Coppola, Ridley Scott, Tony Scott, Martin Scorsese, Oliver Stone, Ron Howard, Rob Reiner, Sidney Pollack, Cameron Crowe, Stanley Kubrick, Brian DePont, Michael Mann, J.J. Abrams, Robert Redford, Stephen fucking Spielberg.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. Yeah. I mean, here's the other thing I was thinking about. Tom Cruise made a lot of R-rated movies. I mean, I was four when Risky Business came out. So when did I see it for the first time? I don't know. You didn't see that in the theater? I didn't see that in the theater. And I'm like, and then I looked at the list of all the R-rated movies he made in the 80s and 90s. A lot of them. There's a lot of them. So how did I see these movies? And I figured it out. My Uncle Ray. (laughs) So again, summertime, right? I'm at my dad's house. My uncle lived down the street. It was one of those classic New England homes where it was just a big home and everybody lived there. My grandmother, I had like three aunts that lived there. People are married. There's tons of kids there. But my uncle Ray was huge into movies and he had the whole dubbed collection. Remember Remember you all had that friend or family member that just dubbed everything? Jeff, come here, come here. I'm going to show you all the Rocky films right now. We're going to watch... Yeah, everybody likes one, but I'll tell you right now, Rocky Four, Rocky Four is the best one. That's the one where he fights that fucking commie, Drago, whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, and Miles Grey was the best, and he he just had the collection. That's how I got to see all these movies as like a ten year old. And Tom Cruise was the best. Listen, we know we're not. It's not we're not here to say that we don't love Kevin Costner and and all these other amazing actors from the Harrison Ford. But Cruise. No,
0: I'm not saying. <laughs> listen, I have my. I love actors. I really do. I could not tell you who my favorite actor is. I, oh, I
1: could. It's Tom Cruise. I,
0: <laughs> there there are others. That's not what
1: this show is about.
0: This show is because we believe the days of the international movie star are long gone. Mm-hmm. But there is one last one. One last shining star.
1: Thomas Cruise, the fourth. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Alec, would you like to add anything about your love for Tom Cruise? I think that I'm a little older. Yeah, you are. This is and does play a difference. You're like what five years older than us. I'm a little, little smarter, a yeah. little older than oh, you. Okay. And I, no, I think that by the mid
2: '80s, my, my love box was already full. Go on. My love box was filled with Star Wars. I see. I was all, all in Star Wars and Indiana Jones. So I had, I had Harrison Ford deep in the soul, which actually hasn't continued. Really, Harrison Ford is sort of,
1: I love him, but he's kind of in the background Right, but in that period of time, he was giving us Air Force One. He was giving us other great movies. That's not what I would put on the list, but that's fine. (laughs) But again, that's the difference between you and us. Air Force One is a popcorn film that is so fun to watch. How about The Fugitive? There was a man.
0: He had one arm. (laughs) That man took everything from me. You find this man. They switched the samples. (laughs) They switched the samples so so Devlin McGregor could bring you (laughs) Provasic.
2: I was watching The Godfather way before I should have been. Oh. I was deep into Pacino and De Niro
0: and okay. Brando inappropriately early. Alec, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I, I'm, I'm right there with you.
1: Yeah. I'm right there with yeah. you. And I was not. Let's all be clear. I am the shallowest right. of the no three of us. No taste. No. No <laughs> thoughts. My, few facts. Guys, Tom Cruise taught me how to kiss. Okay. Tom Cruise taught me how to make love explain if it wasn't for tom cruise in top gun in blue silhouette opening his mouth and injecting his tongue into (laughs) kelly mcgillis's mouth i may not have known how to french kiss jabbing tongue jabbing tongue jab it was a tongue injection now listen did i have to learn did women say ow sure (laughs) but you know what tom cruise taught me a lot
0: this question of the day was brought to you by Bendini lambert and Locke, doing taxes for the mob since 1986
1: Here with us today is a man who I dare say is too good-looking for this world. He currently stars on the award-winning HBO <laughs> series Insecure, as well as the Hulu TV miniseries Mrs. America, and in the upcoming soon-to-be Academy Award-winning greatest film of all time, Top Gun Maverick, Jay Ellis is here with us. Jay, thank you so much for being here. Hey, what's good, man? Yes! Uh, even though you're a friend of ours, we love you, and you're super talented, we don't want to hear about any of that. Well, no, you I don't. guess we want to hear a little bit about your life. So... Can you do us a favor and just tell us, like, 45 seconds, just sum up your life, your career, your birthing stories, whatever, up till the moment you met Tom Cruise
3: <laughs> um Jesus Christ. Uh, born to two teenage parents, went to college, played basketball, moved to LA, started acting. Um, and then really, honestly, nothing good happened in my life until I met. That's not true. My daughter was born. <laughs> uh, I found the love of my life. I got a job on a show that I love. And it was all cool stuff. You know what I'm saying? It was great. It was awesome until I met Tom Cruise. Yes! Okay.
1: So all of that happens in your life. Incredible. I wish we could talk about each one of those, but no. So... <laughs> Tell us about that first moment. Was it an audition for the movie? Was it, did you, What? just how did it happen? How did it all come to be, start talking?
3: All right, so I I go in and meet Joe Kaczynski, our director, and do my audition. He gives me a note, do it again. Super great, great to see you. Loved it, all good, right? Walk out. Didn't think anything of it. Just was like, yo, whatever happens, happens. Signed, uh, signed an agreement saying that I was not afraid to fly and that I would be willing to fly. Should I get casted? But it was like, what does that mean? Who knows what that really means? So anyway, my agent calls me and he goes, Hey, listen, so, um, your tape is going to go to Tom this weekend. He's going to watch it on Saturday. So we should know on Monday, uh, if you're going to get the job or not. So for me at this point, my mind blew to 2,000 little tiny pieces of blood and skull all <laughs> over my bedroom, which is where I answered the phone at. Um, because in my mind, all I could think is like, this is the win. Tom Cruise is going to say my name yeah. and watch me act. That's the <sighs> win. If anything else happens, cool. You did I'm it. good with that. Awesome. Great. Whatever. But like, I'm going to walk away. Like, this is a bucket list moment. <laughs> yeah. Weekend goes... Of course, it's the, whole, it's the only thing I think about all weekend long. Monday comes and goes. I send my agent a text message. Hey, what's up? Let me get back to you. Total agent. Didn't hear anything. Uh, love him, though. Tuesday, I get a phone call. Hey, Tom saw your tape and loved it. You're in. I'm driving down the 405 uh literally screaming nina's like recording the whole thing my fiance is recording the entire thing we're going down the 405, making that exit to go to the 10 to yeah, go west sure. screaming she i'm like at the top of my lungs like uh, what are you guys talking about are you serious get out of here top crew like, like just completely loses it right <laughs> so uh i get the job uh have to do a bunch of like medical tests and stuff to make sure that you are actually capable you know able to fly medically and you can get cleared to fly. We had to do a brain scan. We had to do a heart test. There was a bunch of stuff we had to do Do a brain scan. Yeah. We had had to do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. From because of the pressure of being up in the planes from the, like, you know, the G's once you get up there and you're pulling anywhere from six to seven G's, eight G's when we were training, like they wanted to make sure that you are as physically fit and healthy as you possibly could be before they put you in a plane and flew you (laughs) a thousand miles an hour. For you know three and a half, four months of flying is what we ultimately did, so anyway, our first meeting is at jerry bruckheimer's office <laughs> on the west side walk in and they set up the lobby as our table read, so sit down, uh, we all kind of like talk to each other, whatever, and are hanging out, and you hear this motorcycle outside. <laughs> because we're in a lobby so and but the, the 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 glass is like it's frosted glass so you can't see through but you can hear a motorcycle pull up right and the door opens and i bullshit y'all not this is still yep. the best moment never captured on film a man wearing a black helmet gets off this motorcycle and in one movement he takes the helmet off peels it off Hair perfect, tosses it. Left hand puts the glasses on. Oh. The right hand extends so you can't see where it's at because the, double do- the other double door is closed. So you can't see where it's at. But he brings the right hand back and the helmet is gone. <laughs> Proper magic, right? He walks through the door, reaches his left hand out, and all of a sudden a smoothie appears in his hand. <laughs> and he walks in and he sips the smoothie and he says, hey, guys, Tom. and everyone loses it we're all shook at this point miles teller and glenn powell are the only two people who had met him from the cast everybody else is shook we're all like did this dude just first of all the way he walked in was a tracking shot in any movie ever like where is that wind coming from exactly we're in a building (laughs) (laughs) uh so so he he walks in and has this like amazing magnetic smile one by one. He goes around to each one of us and introduces himself and tells us what he loved about our tape. uh, Tells us what other work of ours he's seen and tells us how he's, you know, really excited for us to be in the movie and, you know, can't wait to get started filming. It was amazing. So we, we sit down and then everyone opens their scripts and Tom goes, you know, before we get started, I just want to say, I, I, couldn't be more excited and more proud to work with such a fine group of actors. And you guys are going to have you're you're movie stars. Every single one of you is movie stars. And this movie is going to highlight that. And we're going to work hard. We're going to play hard and we're going to work hard. Mm. And every single day I'm going to be there for you guys. This production is going to be there for you guys. And we're going to make this movie the best that it can possibly be together. Honestly, to be real with y'all, I really thought he was talking to me the whole time because (laughs) the world just kind of goes fuzzy when he's there. And all you can see is Tom looking at you. You don't see him look at other people. All you can see is the like 10 seconds of like eye contact that he gives you as he's looking around the room, talking to everybody, but you forget even when his head is turned, (laughs) you still think he's looking at you. You, you, you forget everyone else is there. Uh, We all get excited. We all like kind of cheer. We clap and then we get into the table read. (laughs) I mean, I can't even deal with
1: myself at this exact moment. Okay. Okay, cool. So that's the table read. You've met Tom Cruise now, but Jay, I know you've got another great Cruise story for us. Go.
3: So we basically film all fall. Christmas comes around. Holidays come around, and we're getting ready to go on break. And um, we had just finished filming in San Diego, and we had come up to LA at this point, and we were doing a couple scenes here in LA. And... We get there that morning and the day before was a rough day. It was a long day, just a very long day. And we get there that morning and the principal group of of pilots walks in and our second AD walks over and says, hey, Tom wants to talk to you guys. He'll be in in a second. He'll be in his trailer in a second. He would love for you guys to come in.
0: Into his trailer?
3: Yeah. Yeah and we all look at each other like oh shit we in trouble yesterday we, yesterday we all every single one of us fucked up the day before it was just a shit. it was an exhaustion thing it was a we ready for the holidays like the, the year is almost over everybody was off the day before and so we're all like all right we're about to get we're about to get a talking to it felt and he's not no by the way he, he hasn't given anybody a talking to at this point but for some reason you don't you don't want to disappoint him right all right and so all of a sudden you're like oh man he's about to here we go like what what are we So I go, I think we're, I think this is Christmas. And everybody's like, there's no way this is Christmas. Did you see how yesterday went? Do you know what you did yesterday? Do you know how many times you couldn't get the word right? And we had to do retake. You crashed a military
1: plane, Jay.
3: (laughs) We can't get that back. (laughs) That guy's dead, Jay. (laughs) So we go out of the, uh, of the stage and walk out to the side of the stage. And uh, we're all standing outside his trailer and, we all take our shoes off (laughs) and one by one, we like walk in, he walks from the back of the trailer, actually into the room and then he he's kind of standing across from us and he goes, I just want to say, guys, I know that we've, it's been a couple months and we're all tired and you know, you guys have been kicking ass and he's like, I couldn't be more proud of like all the stuff that we've gotten. And you guys, every single one of you looks amazing. And you're going to be so excited. And like, we're gonna, we're getting good stuff. And you know, I just wanted to give you guys a little something, to say thank you and for the holiday. And so all of a sudden, again, it's magic with this dude. Six white boxes just appear out of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Like like six white, beautifully wrapped white boxes with like this gold ribbon. No, it was a black ribbon on them with a tag that says like from Tom to Jay. Still have mine. Actually, it might actually be back behind this curtain. So, <laughs> What's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> so each one of us gets our, our box. And of course, we all are like, we're looking at each other, but trying not to get caught by Tom. It, some people are like straight up, like just sm- smiling, faces red. <laughs> uh, one dude is in complete shock because he truly thought that like after the day he had the day before, like over. he's just like staring like frozen. And of course, we all kind of look up at Tom and we're like, should we? Open these now, or should we <laughs> wait until we leave? Like, what's the what's the what's the decorum here? Like, what do you do here? And he's like, guys, please go ahead, open them, please open them. And so, one by one, uh, we all you know open our boxes, and Tom had given us a gift of flight school. I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, basically all the ground school that you need to do in order to get your pilot license. Because by this point, we had all had thirty to forty hours of flight time in training for the movie. And a bunch of us had talked about like, we love this, we wanna keep doing it. So Tom gave us flight school to finish whatever you needed in order to go get your pilot's license. (laughs) Look at Joel's face.
0: (laughs) Holy, I'm gonna cry, I'm gonna cry.
3: The ground school alone (laughs) is probably a good 10 hours worth of work, right? Instructor's time and a test that has to be taken and all of that. And then if you had any, you know, flight time that needed to be done, which, Again, we were all at the mark where there were things that specifically in flight we needed to go um, accomplish in order to get our license that we didn't necessarily do in training, but we all had the hours to do to technically get our test. Wait a minute, Jay. If that makes sense. Yeah.
1: Are you saying that you are a pilot? Are you a pilot?
3: So I have not taken my test yet. Okay, But but you're there. I have... I have more than 40 hours of flight time. I have all my touch Holy and goes. Shit. I just need to do a cross country, um, which is the only thing I haven't done yet. I think I need to do a night trip and then two cross countries. And then I would, I would have all of my qualifications to go get my license, yeah. Shout out to Paramount. <laughs> Shout out to oh, Tom Cruise. And I
1: love those qualifications. That sounds almost ridiculous. And then what we need you to do is fly through a storm. You got to make sure you got to go through a good New England summer storm. After that, you get shot down by Nazis. And then you blow up the fucking Death Star. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I lost myself. Go on. Now, yeah. now
0: Jay, Jay, yeah. uh, both Jeff and I have, you have driven both of us. To Las Vegas <laughs> in a van through <laughs> through a heat storm. Do you remember there was like lightning that struck the?
3: There was a fire. You remember there was a fire. We we couldn't take the normal way and we had to go around the back way. We went rogue.
0: Yes. Once yeah. you get your license, Jeff and I gotta be your cargo.
3: Oh, I would love to fly you guys.
1: You guys, I would. Hey, I just want to say this. I would love to die with the two of you on a way to Vegas.
3: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, perfect. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it was it was. It was pretty crazy, man. It was, it was crazy. He basically gave us literally everything we needed to go be a pilot tomorrow, the next day, if that's what we wanted to do. What I found so like refreshing and like inspirational um, about the whole thing was like he was on set with us every single day, whether he had to work or whether he didn't have to work. If he was an extra in the background of a scene, if he, if, if, if he was in the background of some, of some coverage, he would stand it. He would stand there as a as his own no. stand in as an extra in the back
0: of a scene, which is the easiest thing to get a look-alike and then just punch in his image
3: in post. Are you kidding me? Nah, man, that's not what he does. <laughs> but what is amazing about it is it, it, you know, I mean, listen, the three of us have known each other for a very long time and we go back to class together. And I think what it reminded me of was the camaraderie and the feel like why we love what we do right. checks get in the way and shows get in the way and interviews get in the way and houses and bills and like all the glitzy stuff that comes with what we do cool great you know ha- happens with the job but like it was one of those moments where it was like very distilled and boiled back to like why we tell stories and why we love acting and like it, 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 it almost it brings back the magic of why we do what we do And, and, and again, I think back to that, like filmmaker producer thing. It's like, he takes a moment to go, you know what? Hey, let's do one more take of that because I think you could try this and try that. And I think we, I I just want to see what that looks like. And you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool, man. I'm down. Let's do it. Like I'm about to play with Tom Cruise. Like you're about to play one-on-one with Tom Cruise. Like, yeah. And again, the camera's over his shoulder. So we're not talking about his coverage. He's doing it. Right. You know, he and Joe, our director, right. They're, they're doing it. Like, while the camera is on you and they want you to truly be the possible best you can be and not just think that like you're going to get two takes and then we're moving on they're like nah we're gonna get it until it feels great for everybody like and we'll play around until we get it and he don't have to do that you just do two hours of close-ups and people would still go watch the movie my heart feels really full right now
1: yeah <laughs> mine does too i want to <laughs> hug people right now
3: i'll say i'll say this one of the one of the really cool things that like kind of came out of it is because like you, you end up in this thing where you realize like, Oh, am I, am I friends with Tom Cruise? (laughs) (laughs) But then you start to realize that like, he is a friend and a mentor and a co-star and a producer and a director. Like he is all the things you want him to be. And he does them so effortlessly. Like it's just who he is. And he's a really good guy. Like it truly was amazing
1: uh jay ellis we cannot thank you enough for coming on the podcast this is a, a dream come true sure and I, I hate to say it, but we are going to have you back uh, and you have to come back as we get closer to uh the premiere nope <laughs> <laughs> nope gotcha cool roger yeah, that uh, we'll never cool. talk again hey everybody that's
0: <laughs>
1: what in the world is that jeff all right i'm fr- i'm honestly freaking out right now i really am uh, so Tom Cruise... Did he touch that box? So, Tom Cruise is famous... There's a,
0: there's a, there's a big box with a big bow on Jeff's...
1: In ride. my lap right now is a beautiful box with a big bow with a note written to my friend. I will uh, leave the name anonymous, but it says, Warmest wishes to you this holiday season, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Get so out of here. Let me, see, the, let me see that. note. I got to right see there? that note. Give a it to me. Take a look. So, Cruise Have. is... One of his most famous things that he does is God. he found a restaurant in the valley called Doan's Bakery here in Los Angeles. Oh, man. It is a white chocolate coconut cake. I guess Cruz, in his enthusiasm, as we know his enthusiasm is legendary, is had a taste of this cake probably some point in the late 80s, early 90s, sure. lost his mind, thought it was the greatest thing he ever tasted, and decided from that day forward to give anybody he ever worked with this cake. I... And so, we're going to eat this cake right now? And we actually have one of the cakes. How do I we ha- ha- because oh.
2: you guys, we know, didn't meet Tom Cruise I yet.
1: did not. This is a friend of mine okay. who has worked with Tom Cruise, who gets this cake every Christmas and probably will for the rest of his life. Why do I know that? Because uh, you can see, you can hear Kirsten Dunst on the Graham Norton Show mention that since they did Interview with the Vampire in 1994, so that's she 25 years ago, year? she's received 25 cakes. to this day. As much as I love Tom Cruise 25 minutes ago, I love him a little little, bit more. A little bit more. (laughs) more, A little bit more. Everybody, so think about this. Let's just wrap our minds around this. This Doan's Bakery, this small little bakery, has to do nothing else (laughs) but for the whole month of December make, uh, let's just take a guess, 500 (laughs) cakes? Imagine Maybe 1,000? What do you guys think Doane's Bakery's fourth quarter sales are like never sold a cake all year. Yeah, the sun is just like, ma, I'm so hungry. It's May. <laughs> <laughs> no one's coming in and buying our cakes. Son, son, don't
0: worry. Uncle Tom's gonna come in in November and order eight thousand cakes. Do you think he even comes
1: in anymore and orders the cakes, or is of it just all? Of course not.
0: A... I don't even think he knows this is happening. <laughs> yes, he comes out and he picks out. He picks out each one individually.
1: Jeff, I don't agree. I don't agree. Alex Lev takes no, his credit card. Not Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise sits there. Like that one and that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this is what he does. And I mean, really, how many movies has he done since 1990? I don't know. 20. Sure. Beyond that. It's insane that he does this. So we're going to eat this cake, guys. Oh, my God. Look at this thing. It looks like a giant Get donut. Out here. Get out. of here. Look at that. Oh.
0: It's like a bunt cake and gentlemen, with a l- hole. Wait, wait, that's exactly uh, what it is. That's, yeah, that's yep. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It looks it like is, a giant bunt cake. Aesthetically, it's perfect.
1: I'm going to smell it. It is. I'm that's really... It, you know. it smells like coconut. I don't know if you guys like that. it smell like Tom Cruise? It does actually a little bit. Oh, come on, Joel. It's, it's I, really... I, oh, this is unbelievable, really right? to look at. Yeah. Feel it's, the it's, weight. Uh, all right, before we uh, end the show, we're all going to take one bite of the cake and give our honest opinion of what we think of the famous Tom Cruise cake. Get in there. I can't even... Do it. I know it's so big in your hands. I don't isn't like it? coconut cake. <laughs> of course you don't. That is a
0: Tom Cruise. cake. I'm gonna cake. tell you
1: right now that's a good cake. For real?
0: It's really look dense. at the, look at the way
1: you're cutting into that thing. I, I'm, that's I mean, a lot of work. I mean, okay, I'm, I'm taking my bite um, and then we will. Guys, this is unbelievable. It's good cake. This is solid, solid cake. Yeah. There's a real, there's a real uh, um, richness to the there cake, is. but it's not over. I'm not at the same time it's not too much like fudge (laughs) it doesn't feel like it's that that. it has an airiness and a thickness at the same time which i believe is the same way would it be like to hug tom cruise (laughs) just to have a like you know that he's holding you but at the same time it's gentle but it's firm at the same time (laughs) like you're holding a dove right you don't want to kill it but you need to hold on to it You've been listening to Meeting Tom Cruise, hosted by... It's moist. It's moist. Jeff
2: Meacham and... It's like... And there's a crunch to it? Joel Johnston. It's the coconut, it's the crunch,
1: but everything else is salt.
2: Produced by me, Alec Lev. But dense. Mm-hmm. Our executive producers are Doug Matica.
1: Muscular on the outside.
2: And Dan Patrick. There's a little bit of salt Engineer is Alex... Do you have a Philadelphia cream cheese? I know! Uh, I, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's a cream
0: mm, cheese. A Thank you, Tom.
2: As I was saying, our engineer and mixer is Alex Reeves for Point of Blue Studios. Editing by Alec Lev with additional editing by Alex Reeves. Music by H. Scott Salinas and Matthew Atticus-Berger. Our artwork is by Rebecca Montoya. Executive produced by Paul Anderson and Nick Pinella for Workhouse Media. We are a production of Meeting So-and-So in association with Workhouse Media. Find us online at Meeting Cruise on Twitter and Instagram. Check out our website and show notes at www.meetingtomcruise.com. And you can email us at contact at Meeting Tom Cruise. And if you've listened this long through the credits, we do hope that means you love the show, or if I suppose the credits. Please do leave a five-star rating with a review if you listen on Apple Podcasts. Meeting Tom Cruise was created by Jeff Meacham
0: and Alec Lev. Meeting Tom Cruise is a production of the Dan Patrick Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast will self-destruct in five seconds. Kablooey.